0: That's interesting. I what that Hi there. This is Jim the Keys, bartender, coming back from Key Lager. Are you still there, Joe? Oh, did we get disconnected again? Is that what happens every time I start this? We get. We're going to be doing this. This is Jim the Keys, bartender. You're an asshole. Thank you. It's interesting. See? Luckily, we're not doing this live. Hey, Papa Joe. Tried it. We had Papa Joe on And The
1: uh... Oh this is us Hey you've reached Joe Leave a message oh. And I'll wow. call you back as soon as oh. I can If you're looking to let sell me, me something okay, Let me try
0: it again Let's give him a call Let's see if we can get a hold of him.
1: Hi this is Jim the Keys bartender Coming in from Key
0: Largo And we're trying to get talk to Papa Joe I don't know what's going on See if we can. Joe? Hey, so what's going on? What happened? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I was looking up the thing and the, and the recording had stopped. It completely stopped. Oh. So here we go. Joe's on the way. I'm going to recap this and you're going to. We, <laughs> we don't have any of that stuff from earlier. Joe's driving back. He oh, was well. out here in the Keys Wednesday. Yesterday, he was in Homestead doing things for work, and he's driving back to Englewood, Florida, which is up near Sarasota, Florida, which is about a little less than halfway up the peninsula of which is Florida. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's about right. It's just south of Tampa, you know?
0: Yeah, and so maybe we can give people, wait, you know when it would be a perfect time? Besides talking about, you're still doing the same things that you're doing, but... You're not, um, you're where, where you, you, so you left the keys and you drove up, obviously, you drove up the homestead and stuff. Did you go up Chrome Avenue?
1: I did, and now I'm on, uh, I'm on the Tamiami Trail.
0: Okay, so there's different ways to leave the keys, and you went, um, there's, you know, the main, when you get up to the main line, uh, mainland, you could go, either go up the turnpike, uh, and then 95 or you can go up the west coast where you're you're heading to Sarasota and you're going to the Miami Trail maybe give a breakdown of what's going on there like you, you go up Chrome Avenue it's right near the beginning of the mainland right?
1: right, t- right. Timmy- Chrome Avenue Chrome Avenue uh, skirts the west side of uh, the county uh, or the west side of Miami and it, and it goes through the agricultural district. And then uh, it eventually uh, goes into US 27, which is a, a major roadway that cuts, it winds its way up the spine of Florida. Uh, instead of doing that and taking another highway called I-75 over, I've taken an older roadway, which is uh, US 41 or the Tamiami Trail. And this particular road, it um, was built in the 20s, um, and, it, and it goes right through the Everglades and a bunch of Native American uh, villages. Um, the Miccosukee tribe is the predominant tribe here. And what's nice about this road is it's very relaxing. You're surrounded by the Everglades. Um, lots of places to kind of stop and look. It, for, for, for those who are out of state, if you want to see alligators, uh, this is the road to get on because pretty much anywhere you pull over, there's going to be an alligator. Um, and as a as a note of caution, you know, don't piss off the alligators. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you just never know where they're at in their feeding cycle. So yeah. uh, I take this road. It's a very natural road. It's, uh, it's, it's calming. It's not the fastest road, you know. Uh, yeah. If I was to get on I seventy five, I could do seventy seventy five miles an hour. This road, you're about sixty to sixty five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But but you're but there's no stress. There's not that stress of being on a uh, on a on a major highway.
0: That that's the road um, my family and I took when we first. I I had never been on it when we went uh, evacuated during Irma. Uh, we were up. Uh, we were up in Naples in August. And uh, we had gone up there, and we noticed that a lot of the uh, – I don't know what it's like now. Maybe you could tell us. The, uh, there are the rest stops. You know, they have a beautiful – like you said, it is beautiful. But there wasn't a lot of stops open, and there's a lot of places where you could get, like, fan boat rides and stuff through the Everglades, right?
1: Yeah, they're uh, – Jim, they're pretty much all open now.
0: Oh, uh-huh. All the stores and all the, uh, the gift shops and the uh, – little uh,
1: snack areas. Yeah, there's, there's still a few that are closed, but I got to tell you, I just passed like Tiger tails, boat rides. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got his clothes, his clothes sign up, but you got to know, because I worked out here my whole career, uh, Tiger tail, he he opens up for just a few months out of the year. Uh, And a lot of these places do that. They're family owned. They've been family-owned for generations. And, uh, and right now I notice the water's really low. Uh-huh. And the sawgrass beds, um, they're pretty dry. Um, but, and this is just the beginning of the wet season. So it's not unusual to have this go on uh, right now. It's, it's a normal part of nature. Uh-huh. And, uh, but what that does is many of the airboat rides... Are very limited as to where they can go because, um, the, the the, grass flats have dried up a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, those along the road, like when you're beginning there, or uh, when you're beginning on twenty-seven, their irrigation or what are that? What are those uh, bodies of water alongside a road?
1: Well, it's the Tamiami Canal, and okay. it's a it's a man-made. Canal, like I said, this road was built in the twenties um, as part of the the grand expansion of Florida, and the canal essentially was dredged to make the roadway. And it, you know, it's it's over a hundred years old,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, but that's why that canal's there. Normally, we'd be what what we're drive what I'm driving on right now. Yeah. would have been one continuous grass flat that would have been nothing but sawgrass and swamp mm-hmm. and uh, it's the Collier family uh, Collier built this road across it what essentially led to the development of Naples
0: oh okay what was Collier famous for was he uh um, was he involved with the railroad at all?
1: He was involved with the, the part of the railroad that is on the west coast mm-hmm. of oh, Florida. Tampa. And if I remember my, yeah, if I remember my history, um, Collier and Flagler, the man who built the railroad to Key West eventually, mm-hmm. um, attempted to collaborate on actually putting a railroad alongside this road. And, and Flagler could never agree to doing that because he was quite vested in his endeavor to build the railroad and the bridges to Key West
0: yeah yeah
1: it was, which, which which nearly which nearly bankrupted them
0: yeah that was a engineering feat at the time across the 43 uh, they had to build 43 bridges 43 bridges that's a lot of bridges to build on that and uh, we're not having a lot of access yeah. to support uh uh, you know, it's just that... Yeah, yeah
1: you know, there was it, uh, very limited machinery. Most of it was just simply done by hand. Brute labor.
0: Yeah, they, they developed new technologies when it comes to uh, what, what concrete could cure inside salt water and things like that. So, and it uh, right went another part of the state. Now, on the way up when uh was four... It's four years now coming, going on at Irma. Uh, I had pulled off to the side of the road. I guess it, it was a Tamiami Trail. I pulled over near one of the uh, cane fields, and I, I uh, walked the dog and things like that. And I had, you know, back there was a rule that you can evacuate with a a, uh, a handgun. I was doing a little research. If you, As long as you separated the, you know, you kept the the bullets away from the, I, I mean, this, it was weird, you know, the rule. The, Florida has some weird rules when right. it comes to weapons. Considering how con- conservative Florida is, you figure they'd be like, everyone, we'd be like Texas. You figure Florida, you'd be allowed to, you know, run down the street with a gun, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, my, my brother-in-law lent me one of his firearms and i um, just i didn't know where we were evacuating to that's the only reason but i fired one along one of the one of those canals you know it was it was pretty dead during the evacuation too that down
1: there and yeah, what is well, what, what's a road you know, most, what? the road what the road right now yeah um it's just it's your it's, it's it's not heavy i just happened to behind i am behind uh, some service vehicle making his way back to naples but uh once i cross the dade county line uh you know there's lots of passing zones and you know traffic frees up there's not and it's not even really traffic you know i'm probably looking at six or eight cars in this little group because of this truck and and ahead there's nobody so yeah, no, it's a, it's like I said, it's, it's a very it's, calm and relaxing drive.
0: It's kinda it's kinda spooky when you're considering that you're tying together that there should be a lot more traffic considering I guess that part on the west coast when you're going through the Everglades, it's relatively sparsely populated. Right? Right. I mean to the east of Absolutely. you. To the east of you how far up is Everglades City? Are you are you kind of like parallel uh, with that yet? About,
1: it, well, no, no. I'm I, I'm about to enter Collier County from Day County. So, oh. Everglades City, if I remember, it's about seventy-five miles from Miami. Okay. And uh, that
0: and more or less.
1: No, don't it's about it's about seventy-five miles.
0: Okay, so that, that's that's way out there then. Yeah, it's 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 weird oh, how yeah. they're separated. There's natural barriers of the Everglades and that you you have Miami, the Keys, Homestead, I mean Homestead and when you get on the mainland you you hit Florida City Homestead and then South Miami. Right? And and it, it kind of blends right. together, but if you go out west, and yet, like Everglades City, Everglades City has such—I mean, I haven't been there, but I've seen documentaries on it. Has such a different feel to it than the rest of this southeastern part of
1: uh, Florida. You know, well, it's it's still it's still like it's still like Pioneer Florida. The people that live there, again, many of them have been there for generations. There's a rich history in Everglade City of, uh, of of fishing, um, and, and unfortunately,
0: corruption and drug and 70s, and 70s, drug and smuggling.
1: <laughs> yes, Man. lots of drug smuggling in Everglade City. Yes,
0: yeah. They were uh, what was yeah, it? In the, the, that's the, part of the 1990s. Had... What was it? We did a, a little bit in the 1990s. They practically arrested uh, uh, almost upwards of 10 percent of the populace.
1: I mean, not yeah. They uh, most of them were the. It was the commercial fishing fleet. They went in there and basically arrested everyone involved in smuggling marijuana. And and
0: and the and the, gov- and the governing, you know, the mayor and all all those people were. It was yeah. They could the, the uh, state and federal. I think it was maybe federal. I don't know who knows because the state could have been. F-
1: it was. Yeah. It, no, it it was uh, it was federal. It was actually an ATF agent who went undercover uh, that broke the case. And the funny thing about Everglades City is, you know, the commercial fishermen got involved in that. Yeah. Because when the state of Florida, the federal government, enacted the the, uh, fishnet ban, uh, their ability to make money was greatly reduced. So they ended up getting involved in marijuana smuggling to pay the mortgages on their boats. So fast forward, the TF agent, Goes undercover. It leads to a bunch of indictments. And for years afterwards, you know, Everglades City has a, uh, a yearly, uh, I want to say it's a, it's not a fish festival, it's a oh, I thought stone you crab say, festival. I thought you were going to see Purge, where they, they kill. No, the no, oldest, they have a. They they have the like oldest, a,
0: oldest person in town?
1: No. no, okay. No, <laughs> and no. No. Um, so they have this They have this seafood festival And Every year For, for many many years I don't know they may still be doing it the, the, uh, They invite the ATF officer uh, Back And he's, he's, a, he's a person of honor uh, Even amongst the individuals That got indicted That did their time and got out because they realized, yeah, because they realized the guy was doing his job. They got caught fair and square. So he's the master of ceremonies every year, or, or he was for many years. Um, it's just, it's that old smuggler's, you know, code. Uh, it wasn't about killing people. It wasn't about violence. It, look, they, they brought in marijuana to make money to pay off their boats. And, uh, and when they got caught, they did their time. And many of them returned back to uh, Everglade City. And uh-huh. if you talk to some of the older people down there that used to own boats, that they'll tell you. I've had conversations with quite a few that they were former boat captains. Some of them owned two, three, four boats. Um, and it's, you know, they're kind of cavalier about it. It's, it's what they did. It's part of the history. And they got caught. and, and they And they put that behind them. Most of them put that behind them. I, I will say that I guarantee you, there's, there's still stuff going on in Everglades City because it, it's an out of the way little, you know, swampy island, and uh, you basically can do anything there. There's no one watching you.
0: Is that the only? Is that the only
1: pop? Uh, other than the Miccosukee,
0: right? Is there any other like small villages over there
1: along the way? Yeah, there's literally. Yeah, if, uh, before you uh, before you get to Everglades City, um, there's a about halfway between Miami and Naples. There's a little a little thing on the side of the road called Monroe Station, and uh, yeah, it used to be a gas station and a restaurant. It it since the building since burned down. It it was built. 100 years ago when Collier built uh, the roadway. Mm-hmm. But um, if you take that road south into the swamp, you actually end up on mainland Monroe County. Yeah, that Monroe and, County. Uh, and that, and, and mean, there's a we, bunch of.
0: A lion's share of the acreage of Monroe County is on the mainland.
1: Right? Yeah.
0: It's, it's like yep. 70% and, of the uh, that's the only
1: way to get to it yeah, yeah, yeah. And, all, and there's a, there's some people that live out there they live in you know uh, stilted homes obviously because it, it's a swampy marshy condition mm-hmm. they gotta be some
0: interesting individuals out there and stuff like that maybe.
1: that a good chunk of it it's on the mainland
0: uh huh there's a uh, there's a planned community in the Everglades, uh, up there. Uh, it's um, it's it's very i wouldn't to say odd. It's very unique. Meaning, it's a, a a very Catholic. It's all Catholic. I forget the name of it. Sacred Heart or something like that. It's an all Catholic
1: community. Uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, well.
0: a, a, a friend of mine who was um, doing contract work. I think he was doing cable. He was working for one of the cable companies, doing some IT setup. And they were, there were, it was a planned community where they had all these houses they built and stuff like that. It was just really, it's it's really conservative Catholic thing in the middle of the swamp. I know. I'm gonna to have to do a little research well, on it. I, yeah, did, yeah. I, did, I think I may have met, yeah, I mentioned it a couple hundred episodes ago. That's it. You know, we're we, this is the 456th episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but we don't even know. Like, uh, Christ, I, I don't even remember some of the things we spoke about. But I, I know we don't talk, We we spoke very little about the Tammy Miami Trail, and that's also that. Trail right there is also kind of a cutoff for the uh, Everglade, uh What was it called the Everglade River, or the Sea Grass, or
1: uh, yeah, River of Grass, the River um, of Grass, and and yeah, it traditionally, road, traditionally road, flowed
0: yes, un, it flowed all the way down to Florida Bay, which is connected to that. Directly north of the northern, you know, of the Keys, and then opens up to the Gulf of Mexico uh, to the west. And, but that, that, that Everglade, all that water used to come down through and feed into Florida Bay. And that, over the last 20 years, they've been trying to. They made multiple proposals about how to restore it, but it's blocked by that roadway, some of that roadway, the Tammy-Miami Trail, yes. 40, yes. Uh, 27, the and road, all those... uh,
1: Yeah, they've all, you know, 27, not so much, but definitely I-75. Are you there?
0: Hello? Oh, I think you made I think we may have lost him there. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on there. So Joe was telling us about how they were gonna retrofit these roads and raise it. So okay, I'm gonna get a call. Hopefully we will just get it here, Papa Joe. Let's bring him up again. Uh, they're gonna retrofit the roads and restore that so they can get more fresh water flowing into the Florida Bay. And that mixture of freshwater and saltwater spawn certain unique wildlife features, certain fish like to spawn there, certain, you know, seagrass sponges are used to a certain salinity level. Let's, uh, he could be in a dead zone right now. Who knows? That, there, there is sparse, there's places along the road where there's very little, um, what would you call it? There is very little, oh, Oh, he's picking up, hello, Joe, wow, who's that, hello, huh, close that one, close that one, okay, who's calling, is this Joe, let's pick up.
1: Okay, hey, I you know Joe. Leave Joe. a message. And um, I'll call you back as soon as I can. Well, if you're this is looking exciting, to sell me it? something. Hello? Then please take me there. off your. There
0: we go. Let's stop. Who's okay, stop that test audio. Man, it's bells and whistles. or Bells and whistle time here at the. Uh, Keys bartenders here. Let's figure out what we're doing here. Let's get a hold of Papa Joe again if we can. You know, it's that. I wouldn't call it technology. It's the limits of technology, wouldn't it be? That there's really not a hundred percent coverage. When they say there's a hundred percent coverage, you know, both Joe and I have. I think we have AT and T. Hey, am I back on? Yeah, yeah, you're on. It's funny. You know, it's not. It's not you, Joe. Oh, well, it could be you. But it's the. I think it's the uh, cell connect. You know, the cell coverage in your area.
1: Uh, it, it could be. I mean, I, I've got a couple bars, but you never know. I'm in the middle of nowhere, so it could no, be. No, it, it's,
0: it's sparse out there, and it happens, so I, I filled it in. I, I, I filled in talking about how they're going to try to retrofit. I, I spoke to a couple, one of my friends who was a state representative, and uh, she, originally they had proposed, um, what was it, 60,000 acres the purchase to restore almost like fifty percent of the flow, right? But right, they reduced it to six thousand acres, and you know they just said, "Oh, you know, you know." It, it it turned out I don't know if they even got the six thousand acres on that to restore that. It's like they're they're just playing lip service. Said, "Hey, we'll do this," and then maybe something else will come off, and they'll get off her ass for a while. So it's uh um, but where you are right now directly to the east are the cane fields, right? Sugar cane fields. Uh
1: they're they're actually they're immediately north of me. Yeah. Uh they're two counties up. Uh-huh. So Oh uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going right beneath them all. So and the, and the, you know and it's and it's the sugar companies that are very hesitant to uh, give up property and accommodate uh, that, that environmental concern to restore the flow. Yeah. Uh, e- every time we have a governor, and you know, and the last two governors have really tried hard the one we have now, and then Charlie Crist. They pass all the legislation. There was even an, a, a, an amendment to our Constitution to get that job done. And it's Florida sugar that keeps dragging its feet. And, you know, they they do their best to stop that mm-hmm. because it infringes on their ability to grow sugar cane, which is one of the dirtiest things that the state does agriculturally. Yeah. Are
0: they, and any time they had that problem with their earthen dikes around where they put their irrigation water, the runoff, Whenever they they breach, that's when they get uh, a lot of die off in in the right.
1: Well, you got a lot of algae blooms and a lot of nutrients that end up in the water. It kills the sawgrass. It makes other grasses grow in place of the sawgrass. It just it screws up the whole ecosystem. Yeah, I'm
0: surprised there's not like one giant fucking alligator coming out of there. You know from the, you know, the nuclear power plant and, and all the irrigation stuff, that there's going to be some, but it never turns out that way. They always, I mean, I guess much to the chagrin of horror movies, there never has been a, uh, a monster other than looking like a mon- an animal that looks like a monster, but, um, you know, if that had happened, that would really be kinda of interesting. I think that would have changed the dynamics to how they if if alligators started developing like let's say higher intelligence or came much quicker or you know, were learning how you know learning how to open car doors. That would certainly change people's views of that.
1: Um, yeah, that would get some people's attention, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, but if you have like millions of fish die and manatees die and stuff like that, no, nah, that just happens. You know,
1: big fucking deal, right? Yeah, blame it on the algae bloom. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. what caused the algae bloom? Yeah, unfortunately, it's all that fertilizer. But, you know, know, I've read a lot about what the Florida waters were like with the pioneers Mm -hmm. going up to the 20s, 30s, 40s, and even the 50s. When the effects of this road hadn't really been so obvious, mm-hmm. and the water clarity, the amount of fish, the amount of sea life—I mean, there's a reason why they called it a paradise. Yeah. There, you know, there's there's a reason why it was. If you think it's if you think the Florida Keys and the waters around it are beautiful now, mm-hmm. you don't have to go back that far, Jim. I remember as a kid going down to the Keys. And I don't care from Key Largo to Key West, that water was Caribbean clear and beautiful, and it's just not that way anymore.
0: No, nope. and the corals bleached and all that stuff. But um, they, you can see it on the if you go to the local restaurants and stuff where they play, they got the TVs up. Sometimes they play the photos of the coral reefs and all that stuff, and none of it's from current. You know, people, people may dive in there. Oh, I've seen the coral. and say, no, it, it never used to look that way. It used to be multicolored and all that stuff. And now it's, you know, when it's white, it's pretty much dead. Most of it.
1: Oh, it's dead. Yeah, yeah no, dead, dead. You know, so, as a kid, I used to go diving, diving off Miami. And there were many, many coral reefs off the coast of Miami. Yeah. And uh, they're all gone. They're just gone. I mean, there's not even a coral left. They're just they, when, the, when a coral bleaches, then the water erodes. It just breaks off and it turns to dust. It eventually goes back to being sand. Uh-huh. It's heartbreaking because all you end up with is just bulk rock, dead rock in the water. And, you know, imagine the most beautiful coral reef, that Jacques Cousteau, you know, special kind of coral mm-hmm. reef. Those things were, those things were right out our backyard, mm-hmm. and they're not there. They're just not there anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, the the reef
0: foundation is, is trying to get like uh, hybrid corals out there, the ones that could resist the heat and the acidification of the waters and things like that. You know, it's funny that it, while you were here, did you get the chance to read the Florida Keys Free Press? No, I didn't. Uh, Real briefly, there's an article that says, Keyes Reps Attend, Keys Representatives Attend Conservative Climate Rally. Okay. Oh, I'm sure that was wonderful. I know. Well, what they're trying to say, what they did is it looks like they, um, some of the speakers touted past the compliments uh, compliments of uh, Republicans such as Teddy Roosevelt and Richard Nixon. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, the last one they have was uh, almost 50 years ago. And then they started denying, you know, because it was against whenever it was uh, seen as a hindrance to business development. It was uh, so. So I guess these are. Uh, they're they're a bunch of Republican uh, conservative, con- supposedly conservatives, but if they're acknowledging A climate uh, crisis. Then how can they be conservative? Because the conservatives are denying. They had actually. There was a group of men that showed up at the thing that said they're they're holding up signs saying there is no climate crisis. See, that's the thing. They're trying to preach to a bunch of people that don't want to really
1: acknowledge the problem. Right. Well, look. All you got to do is for for those of us who grew up. No it's a Yeah, and now it's become
0: you're breaking up a bit. Are you there? Oh, it happened once again. <laughs> okay. I think yeah. I think he's passing through a dead area. Joe, if you can hear me, I'm gonna try and call you back. Can deny
1: all
0: they want. Hey, Joe. You have... all dropped out. Right, yeah. Drop? No, no, you're there. You're there. Hello? Okay. Yeah, you're you're back. Yeah. I try to fill it in when uh, you disappear. You know, this is pretty good. We did pretty good. So what? We're gonna get back. Well, we acknowledge. Yeah, conservatives aren't that gung ho for climate making real change for the sake of you know. Obviously, uh, just look at the. Uh, uh, what we were talking about—the river of grass, right? How, how to get to reestablish that flow. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> this guy's just looking. At me. <laughs> My daughter's here, laughing at me the, the, because I'm trying to cope with talking with you about this. But w- moving on, there. What? How long is it it's, it's, takes you about what four or five hours to get up there, Tanglewood? Uh about Six, three and a half hours to get back and home. Half, oh, three? That's not bad. Jeez. No, it, it's,
1: it's no, it's all right. You're
0: going you're to pass a couple small towns. We we stopped and ate in a couple of them, uh, going back and forth between Naples and and we went up to where did we go up to? Do um, Lakeland? That's where we evacuated to. But how far are you from Lakeland?
1: Now let me. Quite a bit. Lakeland is is, uh, considerably north of me.
0: Okay. But I I know the towns, as you get further up there, uh, that there's some other small towns alongside the road where you can stop. Do do you ever stop in any? I I love these mom-and-pop places there to stop at. eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: there's. There's quite a few, especially when you get closer to Naples, they start popping up. Um, Like, I'll stop uh, just outside Everglades City and get gas, and then I'll take um, another old road, State Road 29. That goes north, and that goes all the way up to Immokalee. But I take it to I-75, and that's where I get the highway uh, that takes me right up into, you know, where I get off of Middlewood.
0: You sound a little like that. I didn't like it. Californians.
1: You ever watch yeah. that?
0: The Californians? And it's always, they're all yeah. blind people and they're like this and there. But their whole thing is they talk about, that, you know, whatever is occurring in front of them and they say how they got there. I got off Van Nuys Boulevard, took the Pacific Coast Highway up to exit 28, went through Pomona, you know, Whatever. It means nothing to people that are, you know, outside the area. All um, all they really need to know is that how, you know, it, there is a lot to see there, right? And yours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously right now you don't have to fan, but you can just pull off the side of the road and see stuff,
1: right? Listen, and, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking over at the canal, and since the water's low, I can see a bunch of the canal bank. It seems like every couple hundred feet, there's an alligator sunning itself in the, you know, on the side really? of the road. So when yeah, it's no, full, the, when,
0: when we were last uh, August when we were there, it was full. The canal was pretty full, and uh, we didn't see any. We saw we saw ripples of them, but they weren't. But they're out there.
1: Huh? Right. So okay. Oh, uh, uh, right now is when you want to come down here and look at them because. Uh, because of the lack of water, they gravitate to whatever water there is. So the canal tends to fill up with them. Yeah. And, like, uh, I, just, I just passed a rest area. I glanced over, and there's about seven of them in the, in the pond. So yeah. they're out here. I
0: I never got used to that thing, how comfortable people are around uh, these predators. Uh, when uh, Sky, my... my uh, stepdaughter when we went to uh, Everglades National Park when she was in, in second grade. They had a bunch of seven and eight year olds and uh, some of them were first graders so they had first gra- uh, six-year-olds walking through the park and then 20 feet away, there's an alligator, right And they had these picket, uh, picket fences, the old style wooden slat fences, the, the long rough wood, ones, and, right. and, and there was no barrier, and they are just walking down there, and I'm thinking, boy, they must know something about alligators that I don't know, because I think would the alligators would think they were like one of those bite-sized candy bars when you have those little kids walking by.
1: Yeah, the, um, you know, years ago, when I was with Damon, we, we went out on an airboat, Way out in the middle of nowhere in the Everglades, to a very popular area amongst air boaters to go uh-huh. swimming, and yeah, you know, we went swimming, and there were there were alligators all around us. Really? And uh, y- yeah, it, it was a little bit nerve wracking at first, but you know the old timers would say, "Look, that they don't they will they will not mess with you." One, you're too big as an adult, and two, um, they're going to keep away from you. They're a little skittish. The the problem is, you know, if a big one's really hungry, then uh, I guess that would be a problem. But they were out there swimming around them, and, you know, the the alligators, they kind of kept their distance, but they crossed the canal every now and then to get from one side to the next, and... Little ones, big ones, didn't really matter. Um, I will say this, though. The big ones, they did keep guy on. Only because they're big. And if they decided that they were hungry, it'd be a problem. Well,
0: you know what? I, I, I never get how the people are so sure that they won't come after you because it's like assuming... I mean, think about people. You know, when people get hungry, they start staring at other people as a source of food. And you're not an alligator. An alligator's not looking at you as another alligator is looking at you as, well, that's not an alligator. You know, and people are the same way. When they get hungry, you say, well, that's not a human. I can eat that first. You're the next you're the next stop on that menu at the at the buffet. For the alligator, yeah, you might. Be. I you
1: mean, might be, but. humans
0: eat humans, so why wouldn't alligators make that logical jump? Hey, Joe, we're—I think we got forty minutes. Who knows? I don't know what happened with this, but I'm going to um, uh, end this now because uh, we will probably, you know, probably do. But uh, we'll be, will be—will we be able to talk to you? Are you around? Uh, when, when are you going to be available next time?
1: Well, I'm not scheduled to go out on a job for the, the next couple of weeks. so. Oh, good. Good. Um, then,
0: uh, how about, okay. I'm, well, I'm around. Okay. Well, I'll talk to you then. Okay. I would like to thank you, Pop Joe. You can, maybe we'll do some coverage. You could do You can do local coverage for Englewood, you know.
1: Yeah, that'll that? take all of 10 minutes, but uh, yeah, no problem. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'd like to be a about, it'll be a very quick, it'll be a quick report.
0: Well, kind of like here too, you know, so yeah. we could do we could do the police reports and all that stuff. You don't have any crazy, oh, I guess because the SKU's older, you don't get it. We've been having a lot of, I I, I did remark, there's a lot more people getting busted for methamphetamines down here recently.
1: Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, that's so sad. That's it so looks sad. like a
0: Breaking Bad uh, scenario down here in the Keys. So, thank you very much, Papa Joe. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you later then. Okay. You're more than welcome. It was fun. Okay. Be drive Thanks, carefully. Jim. Okay. I will. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. 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 Well, that was interesting. That was one of the first. Phone calls we've done in months and months and months and months and months. And months. I had, to, I don't even know if it's working correctly. Let's see. Oh, is the volume picking up? Let's, maybe not. I will be back. If you like the show, please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter. Share us with your friends. You know, we're available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. Tune in. Podchaser. Anything with pod in it, we're probably in it. You know, so whatever you're listening to it on in India, people in India and Canada. I know Canada. You're just like the United States. You're listening the same. I don't mean you're just like the United States. You are unique unto yourselves. I understand that you're different. Okay. Well, this is Jim the Keys Bartender signing off. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please send your questions to jim at keysbartender dot com. Thank you very much. Have a great day.